Hi, friends. Welcome to the Fit Christian Woman podcast, where we make health and fitness fun, inspirational, and transformative from the inside out. I'm your host, Kelsey Bryant. I'm a wife, mom, daughter of the king, and a clinical exercise physiologist. I'm here to help you finally find a fitness plan that works for you and glorifies Jesus. So fill up your water jug, put on your yoga pants. It's time to get fit. Hey friends, I am so excited to introduce you to my guest today, Katie Hendrick. She is just fantastic. You will feel all the feels when you listen to this conversation. I was able to connect with Katie, and she's kind of one of those sisters that you ultimately feel comfortable with. You feel seen, you feel heard, you feel like you can be vulnerable in front of. She is just so filled with the Lord with the joy of the Spirit, and it's amazing. She's amazing. Her work is fantastic, and she just brings biblical truth to you like no other. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Hey, Fit Friends. I am so excited to bring you this episode. Today, I am with Katie Hendrick, and she is a certified Christian life coach who's passionate about teaching and coaching women to walk in biblical wisdom and deepen their faith, and step into intentional joy. She is the host of the top-rated podcast, Stepping Into a Joy-Filled Life. And ladies, it is so good. You have to go and check her out. Today, we are going to jump into a great topic that I think is really relatable. Katie calls it the Mount Blessing Objective, and she'll walk us through how God sometimes allows us to walk through trials to help us grow. And I think this is so relatable to our health. Oftentimes, this can be such a stumbling block or a big hurdle in our lives, ladies. And I think God's always trying to show you something in your health or whether that's physical or our mental, emotional health or spiritual health. So welcome, Katie. I'm so excited you're here. Hey, Kelsey. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to bring this conversation to your audience today. It's going to be good. Great. Well, why don't you go ahead and let us know how this came about and tell us really when you started to realize that you were kind of in a hard place and what God was trying to do. Absolutely. So honestly, this concept came about as I was creating my very first life coaching course, Faith Fueled Breakthrough. I was thinking about the hills and valleys of life and how we walk through those hills and valleys and how everybody's aware of the hills and valleys, but how there's actually more, (laughs) there's more than just the hills and valleys. And the Lord began to speak to my heart, Katie, there are also peaks and plateaus. Everybody is looking for the mountaintop. Everybody wants that blessing. They want to be on the proverbial top of Mount blessing. And so that's kind of how the name of the Mount blessing objective came about. It's like, everyone's main objective in life or their aim or their goal is to be on the top of Mount blessing, but we're really missing the mark Kelsey, because the true blessing does not lie on the mountaintop. It lies somewhere else. So let me just walk you kind of through the illustration. I'll try to kind of give you guys a visual of what the Mount blessing objective looks like. So I want you to kind of visualize a mountain. Okay. And so there's the edge of the mountain or the side of the mountain, and you're kind of climbing up 
and you get to the top, the peak. This is the proverbial mountaintop. This is the top of Mount Blessing. This is where life is going great. Everything is good. You're saying things like, I'm so blessed. You're like, hashtag grateful, thankful, blessed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything's good and everything's awesome. Well, what happens next, if you're visualizing, is there comes a plateau. There is no more peak. You've already peaked at the top. The next thing that comes is a plateau. So when we're in the plateau, which is otherwise known as our comfort zone, or what I like to call the danger zone, when we're in the plateau of this illustration, we start looking around, we start playing the comparison game. We start feeling a little bit unsettled, a little bit less grateful. Life starts feeling a little boring and we start feeling discontent, right? We're scrolling on Instagram. We're playing the comparison game. We no longer feel so hashtag blessed, you know, grateful, thankful, blessed. We're like, man, I'm just discontent. Well, that's when you're stagnant, you're stale, you're in your comfort zone. And so if you're visualizing this, you see the peak, you see the plateau. The next thing that comes is a steep valley. So we find ourselves on the plateau, in our comfort zone, in the danger zone, because our toes are dangling over the edge of the plateau and we're looking down over the mountainside. And we see this inevitable valley season that's coming next. And so we lean forward as we're looking around in our discontentment and we begin to fall down the mountainside into the steep valley. Now we find ourselves in this valley, this dark season that sometimes it can last a short time. Sometimes it can last a longer time. It kind of depends on how aware you are of this whole illustration. And if we're looking around and we're choosing to blame other people, like, why am I here? This is somebody else's fault. Everything's terrible. We get this really negative mindset and we're grumbling. We're super ungrateful. We're blaming everything on everyone else. We're taking no personal responsibility. If that's where we find ourselves, we're going to hang out in that valley season, learning some hard lessons for a pretty dang long time. But then this beautiful thing happens, Kelsey, when we're in the very bottom of the valley season, oftentimes it's where we hit our knees and we sometimes reach out and we often look up to the Lord in total surrender. And he speaks to our heart. He speaks wisdom to our heart. He opens our eyes. Our heart becomes soft and he shows us the lessons and the wisdom that he wants and needs for us to find. And we can only find it in the bottom of this valley season because it's the only place where we will totally surrender and look up to him sometimes. That is the case. And so as you're visualizing this illustration, then after the valley comes this, what I call the hill of growth, you're climbing back up again, once again, another mountainside to the top of the next Mount Blessing. And so the real objective in this illustration, it is not the peak. It is not the top of Mount Blessing. It's the hill of growth. When our heart is in a soft and teachable place, when we've gleaned wisdom, when we've gained a new understanding, when we've learned hard lessons, we're wiser, we're more receptive. That's where the real blessing lies, Kelsey, is on the hill of growth. It's not at the very top. And so when we become aware of this illustration, the really cool thing is that we don't have to spend as long down in that deep, dark valley. Once we understand, hey, I'm walking through something hard, something dark, and there's there's wisdom to be gleaned in this what is the Lord trying to show me? What is the wisdom in this? What can I glean from this? And then how can I go ahead and take my next steps forward in wisdom so that I'm setting in this dark valley season for less time? 
And so God began to just speak all of this into my heart. I had seen it happen in my own life to be totally transparent. The biggest time I had walked out this illustration was when my husband and I walked through bankruptcy. We had been married several years and we went through the ultimate financial downfall. And we spent a heck of a lot of time down in the bottom of the valley learning really hard lessons. And maybe we'll talk about some of that more here in just a minute. And I know you want to relate this all back to health too. God spoke to my heart about the parable of talents. And we can definitely chat about that if you want to do that. But That's where I really saw this come to life in my own life. And then as I was putting my course together and kind of reflecting back on that, God just opened the doors wide and spoke to me, Katie, there's more than just the hills and valleys. There's so much more than that. Every season we walk through Kelsey, it holds either a blessing or a lesson. And we see that throughout this illustration. And so I just, as God spoke this to my heart, I wanted to bring it to other women so that they could see the wisdom in this too. Thank you. I think it's so great. And as you're describing the mountain and then the plateau and then the lean forward, I mean, goodness, I'm sure many ladies are sitting there listening just like, oh, that lean forward, right? It's like the day that we decided to take off of our devotional or maybe the few days and say, I'll get to it. I'll just sleep in this one day, right? We get out of that routine and we decide to be like, oh, it's okay to get a little more distant from God. And then we find ourselves toppling back down that hill. At least that's the way it has gone for me many times. If I've been up there, I've just done that lean forward, just like you said. And then I find myself back at the bottom. But I do feel you've really touched on a beautiful thing when you're like, hey, once you begin to realize that you're down there, you can start your climb, your hill of growth much more quickly. And I think that that is a blessing to realize where you are and then to say, Hey God, I'm surrendered. I'm ready to stop sitting here and to start that growth. And I think that it's really relatable because many women have done this in prior times, trying to get healthy, or also to, if they've done the diets, right. And they've worked for a while and then they've stopped working because they've kind of connected more of just that physical, they've had that physical discipline, but really it's such a whole body approach. And I think that you've nailed it in the Mount Blessing objective because it's so much more about that deeper connection um, and you'll have those seasons. And I think you just demonstrated that beautifully. Yeah, I totally agree. And you know, it's interesting. You mentioned that, (laughs) that part where we're just dangling over the edge on the plateau, because I I've definitely seen that in my own life. We had chatted before we hit record, Kelsey, we just moved into a new house and my number one goal for this year is reading through the Bible cover to cover chronologically. Mm-hmm. And I had been so diligent and so faithful up until the day that we began the moving process. And my routine got rocked just a little bit and I missed several days. And then I got behind and then I was like stressed out because I was behind and overwhelmed because it had been so important to me. My literally my number one goal, my number one priority for this year But there I was just kind of dangling over the edge. And then now on the back end of it, you know, I've had to kind of make up for that and get back on track. But I feel the repercussion (laughs) of not doing the right thing. And so I definitely relate to what you were saying there. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and jump into, you mentioned the parable of talents, and that is in Matthew 25, I do believe. Yes. I love this so much. It's Matthew 25 verses 14 through 30. And Friends, this is a secret of life. I mean, there's so much goodness in this one passage in the parable of talents in the book of Matthew. And so just to recap it, 
what happens is there is a master and three servants and the master is about to go away on a journey. And so he calls his servants in and he's entrusting his possessions to them. And so to one of them, he gives five talents, which talents, as we're referencing here, are like pieces of money. But I want you to even consider this as literal talents or gifts you've been given. For example, your health, the health that you have been blessed with, the body that you have been blessed with, the strength, the mental awareness that you have been blessed with. So when I say talents, I want you to think about all those things. So to one servant, he gave five talents. To another, he gave two talents. And to another, he gave one talent, depending on each one's ability. And then he goes away on a journey. Well, immediately, the man who had received the five talents, he goes and puts them to work and he earns five more. He's very diligent and faithful with what he's been given. And then in the same way, the man with the two talents went to work and he earned two more. He doubled what he had been given as well. But the man who had received only the one talent, he went off, he was afraid. And so he dug a hole in the ground and he simply hid what he had been given. And so the Bible says that after a long time, the master came back to settle the accounts with them. And the man who had received five talents, he approached the master, showed him that he had made five more talents. And the master says, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a little. I'll put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. And the man with the two talents then approaches the master and he says, look, you gave me two talents. I went and earned two more. And the master again is happy with him. And he says, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. And then the third servant, he comes and he says, look, here's the one talent you gave me. I still have it. I was scared. I went and hit it, but look, I still have it. I still have it. So see, you have what's yours. The master was angry and he rebukes him. And in fact, he calls him an evil, lazy servant. And he says, take the talent from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents for to everyone who has more will be given and he will have more than enough. But from the one who does not have even what he has will be taken away because he was unfaithful with what he'd been given. And he says, throw this good for nothing servant into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Ouch. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what the Lord spoke to me in this is Katie, you better be faithful with what I've given to you, what I have entrusted you with. And so for us personally, as we were walking through bankruptcy, it was our finances. This is when the Lord spoke this to my heart. You've got to be faithful and diligent with your finances. Prior to this bankruptcy, which it was not a bunch of credit card debt. I do just want to clarify that. It was one bad business decision. We were not in a lot of debt at that point, but we were making a lot of money and we were stupidly spending a lot of money. So everything that was coming in, we were spending. We weren't giving, we weren't tithing. We were just spending the money. And so the Lord says, okay, all right, we're going to walk through this valley season. (laughs) I'm going to show you, I'm going to let you glean some wisdom. I'm going to show you that you've got to be faithful with what I have given you. So here we are in the valley. I come across this passage. The Lord starts speaking to my heart. Katie, you've got to be faithful with what I've entrusted you. And so little by little, we partnered with the Lord and we started taking steps forward in wisdom. We started giving and tithing right off the top. We didn't know how we were going to pay the electric bill. We didn't know how we were buying groceries that week. But we started giving right off the top. And that was like probably the most important and eye-opening thing. And as we began to do that faithfully, God began to provide more and more and more. We also went to work like never before. We hit our knees, we looked up, and we went to work. 
Friends, we got to pray like it depends on God because it does. We got to work like it depends on us because it does. You cannot just sit around praying, hoping, thinking that the Lord is just going to dump thousands of dollars in your mailbox. It doesn't work like that. Proverbs says that God blesses diligent hands, people who work hard, and that lazy hands bring on poverty. So I also want to clarify that we are called to go to work. We are called to take action. We are called to take steps forward in wisdom. We are called to be faithful with what we've been given. So that is what the Lord spoke to my heart in the book of Matthew and in the parable of talents. And I think Kelsey, that it is so super applicable with our health, with what we've been given and entrusted with, with our health, we need to be faithful and good stewards in every area aspect of our life including our health. In fact, I think that's one of the most important areas of our life because what a blessing to be alive. What a blessing to be healthy, to be wise, to have discernment, to have strength, to have a body that functions well. We're called to be good stewards of that. And so I think this is really applicable hand in hand with what you share here on your podcast with the fitness. Definitely. I mean, I'm just sitting here in awe listening to you as you get to bring us the word. And that's why it's so beautiful. I love how you related. Yes, although it's focused on money there in the passage. I mean, that's why the Bible is so beautiful, right? It's a living being thing. It has one meaning, but so many applications. And when you view it, like you mentioned, whether the talents really are, in our words, thinking of talents or our giftings or whatnot, all of the gifts that we have, our body, and taking that into how to grow it and be faithful. And it really, that was the message. God has given us things, just like you mentioned, our body, our health, how can we take them and be faithful in them? And you shared it in your own experience of giving right those first fruits to the Lord, meaning in financially and and tithing. But we can do that with our time and our talents and our giftings. If we align with him, not only physically, but when we align with him spiritually and we give him our talents and say, use me, Lord, as you will, that will skyrocket you into just here in the physical, but into just like living a God-filled life. And it makes then doing the work, like you mentioned, we have to be active participants. It makes doing the work so much more purposeful and enjoyable because you're fully connected to the Lord. 100%. It really is a secret of life. (laughs) I mean, it's not a secret. It's a biblical principle. But yeah, just to see this played out in every single area of our life and just choosing to be faithful where we are with what we have, choosing to, quote unquote, prosper where we're planted, to start where we are. Okay, so maybe you find yourself right now 20 pounds overweight, 50 pounds overweight. (laughs) Instead of setting in that, Let's be faithful with that. Let's start today. Let's take one step forward in wisdom today to be a faithful steward of the body that we've been given, to walk in wisdom, to continue to climb that hill of growth towards the top of Mount Blessing. And let's ask God and look for him to speak to our heart in ways that we never imagined. I mean, that truly is one of the secrets of life. I mean, that's intentional living. That is genuine joy right there. And it's so good. Yeah. I mentioned that often, like you said, okay, so you're not where you want to be, but what can you do today? What's the next right, healthy choice that you can make to bring you one step closer? And when we stop and we ask God what it is that he wants for our health, what it is that will serve us in this season, because we're all in different seasons of motherhood. We have different obligations besides children and husbands and We might have careers or aging parents that we're taking care of, whatever it is. But when we stop and ask him what the healthiest thing we can do for ourselves is that aligns under him, he will be faithful and answer. And it will be such a beautiful blessing 
And most likely it won't feel so overwhelming either because he is able to guide us and give us that next step that will really serve us. Yes. I say often over on my podcast, I say you don't have to have it all figured out to take the one next step forward, right? We don't have to see the whole big picture. Like we don't have to see the meta view. God's got it. (laughs) He sees it. We don't have to. We're not called to. Literally, we just need to think about the one next step I see women all the time being totally overwhelmed in all areas of their life. They have a to-do list that's 19 miles long. Mm -hmm. And it's like, look, sis, figure out your one next step or what I like to call your big three. And I love that this kind of all works together beautifully, like goal setting, you know, whether it's in our health, our finances, whatever, like break it down and then break it down into mini goals and break it down into three things that you can do each day, like three baby steps each day. And don't put anything more on your to-do list than those three things. (laughs) each day. And it's same with your health. Let's take that one next step. Like what are three little things I can do today towards my one next step? Yes. And God is such a first fruits God, right? That's why he calls us to give him the first fruits. That's why he wants to spend time with us each day. And usually you should select your time that you're your best to really dig in and press in with him. And he asks us to pray continuously because he wants to be in that fellowship with us. And it's really no different with our health. Like we don't want to come to God and just give him our leftovers. We want to bring him the best and come under his guidance to learn the best if we're not there. And we want to kind of take that into all areas of life. And I think that you painted that beautifully as you talked about finances and shared your own story. I love that, Kelsey, just the concept of first fruits. And especially even when it comes to our health, because like how often as women are we overwhelmed and we're like, okay, I got to do this, 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 and that. And then if it works out, if I still have time, okay, then I'm going to squeak a workout in. I mean, Mm -hmm. seriously, I am guilty of this. How many days go by and like working out or studying with the Lord or reading your Bible is at the bottom of your list. And then realistically, we never get to it. What if we, if we flip that script, moved it to the top and really did give the Lord our first fruits (laughs) in all areas of our life, our time, our attention, our focus, our finances, our health. How could that change our life if we flipped that and truly gave him those first fruits in all areas? That is a great question. And I think that we all have those times just as you did that beautiful illustration. But if we're down in that valley and we've hit our knees, we want to be on that hill of growth, right? And that's spending time with him because he is faithful to continue to guide us. Yes. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Katie, so much, ladies giving you a beautiful introduction to Katie. If you want to hang out with her and know more, which I'm sure you do, please, please, please make sure you check out her podcast. It's beautiful. She gives great insight just like this. She's talking to you and you'll just want to check it out. So that is Stepping Into a Joy-Filled Life. That's her podcast. And Katie, why don't you tell everybody else how they can connect with you? Absolutely. I'm so glad you mentioned the podcast. That's definitely the best place to find me. You can find the Stepping Into a Joy-Filled Life podcast at Step Into Joy or on your favorite platform. And then you can go check out all my courses and coaching, everything that I have available at learnfromkatie.com. And then I'm on all the social media platforms as well. I have a lot of fun actually over on TikTok. Um, And then I've got a free Facebook group. It's the Step Into Joy Sisterhood. So come join us over there. Love it. We will make sure we include links in the show notes, ladies. So if you're ready to connect with Katie, you can find those there. And Katie, I just want to say thank you. It's been such a blessing. Your energy is excellent. We can tell you just are following after the Lord and you make it really apparent and you make all the teaching so approachable and doable 
and biblical. And that's what we love here on the Fit Christian Woman podcast. So thank you so much. And I look forward to us connecting and staying connected. And I will talk with you soon. Thanks, Kelsey. It's been a joy to join you today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Here are the highlights from the conversation with Katie. One, life is full of peaks and valleys. When in the valley, hit your knees, start praying and asking God to guide you with his wisdom on the hill of growth. Two, if your health is a struggle, God is faithful and he asks us to be faithful in what he has given us. Check out the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. And three, God has given us our body and health. Use it to honor him and be faithful in your healthy lifestyle. And four, God is a God of first fruits. Honor him by giving him the first fruits of your time, your money, and your health. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this episode has really blessed you. And if it has, please tell a friend and leave a review. I appreciate it so much. Plus, it helps to grow the reach of this podcast so more Christian women can find true health too. 